like for me, like I, I think the Chuy Corona should have been in La Porteria. Like that was my personal opinion. I was like, why? Like I just, I don't get me wrong. I think Jurado has like a lot to like offer and whatnot. But like in this specific game, honestly, that would have been my starter goalie. And I don't like, I don't like Rotondi. Like I don't think that he's good. I think he plain ass sucks. Like I'm just going to say, like I don't like how he plays. Like, I agree. I completely agree. The dude is ass. He's like, seriously, I was like, why is he in there? I don't know. Just, I don't know. Like, it it frustrates me. Do, do you me like Tabo? Huh? Do you like Tabo? Um, I don't like, I, I don't like dislike him. I think he's better, like, than Rotondi. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like the team's sabotaged. It, and I hate to say it, but it's just like, it's a sabotage. It's a fuck up right now. And it, it infuriates me. It's like, why is like, Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis. I'm your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, guys? Glad I'm glad to be back, even though it's on a unfortunate, uh, unfortunate topic we got to talk about today, but it's always fun to be able to get this stuff off your chest. Yeah, um, this is going to be a really, really heated episode, but um, we decided to add a little bit more joy to it. Um, we have a special guest. Um, welcome, Amy. Hi. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, glad to have you with us, Amy. You're uh, you have the honor of being the first girl that we have on the podcast, right, Jess? First one. Yeah, very first. So I'm it's, very honored. <laughs> you know, and and believe it, I mean, I, we're not like you know famous or nothing, but we like we have a, a big circle, like especially the Twitter followers, like they they listen to our shit and like on Instagram, you know, there's a lot of people that that um interact. So hopefully, you know, uh, this helps us grow a little. It's it's nothing crazy. You get me? We're just we really just like the this is just a kind of event. It's an opportunity for like USA fans or English speaking fans to be able to kind of chime in on what's going on. Um, so we we're doing that for 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 those people. Oh, awesome! I like the English podcast, anyways, because uh, my Spanish is a little uh, cavemanish. <laughs> The caveman-ish. Uh, uh, you're from Ohio or where? Um, well, I live in Idaho, but I was born in LA. But I've lived oh, here okay. for like 19 years. So. Oh, damn. Good, good. Fuck LA. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> um, and how's, it, how's the Midwest? Um, boring. There's uh, lots of mountains. I mean, if you like outdoor stuff, like fishing and stuff, uh-huh. it's great, but that's not me. Quick um, question. How many times that have has Cruz Azul come out to Idaho? Uh, never. Where do you, where do you go see them? <laughs> On the TV. I did oh. go to one game though, where uh, Chaco was still playing um, okay. in Salt Lake, where they lost. I can't remember the score, but I was sitting there and I oh, was like, 2010? 2010? Was it, it for that? the Concacaf? Yeah. Yeah, it was in Salt Lake. It was so boring because like Salt Lake fan, like Salt Lake is just like I don't know the soccer stadium. It's not like you see in the like partidos in Mexico. It's not anything like that. So it's like I gotta go to Mexico and experience the game, but have not been yet. So <laughs> yeah, me luckily me and another guy that's on the podcast, his name's Eli. We actually were able to go to the to the championship game uh, in <gasps> Mexico City. 
Uh, I was there and it's crazy because I was talking to my dad. I went with my dad and I was like, dude, how many finals have we seen Cruz Azul lose on the TV? And the one final that we could actually go to, they win it. So I was like, it was amazing. You know, it's something I'll never forget. So if you have the chance to experience that, you should definitely try it out. I will have to go. I'm so jealous, dude. <laughs> it was definitely worth it. It was it was worth it. And and the vibe was, you know, I I it sucks that I have to kind of come back to this, but luckily we didn't play against someone like America because we would have been so tense. Uh we probably would have fucking, you know, got scared or something. But as soon as you you went to the city and in the airports, the, the whole city was like supporting Cruz Azul. It seemed like everywhere you went, everyone knew they were going to win this time. You get me? Like you felt it. You felt it. And so it, it was amazing because the whole time you were there, well, the whole time I was there, I was only there for like three days, but it just felt like this is it. This is it. You get me? And oh luckily my- didn't get heartbroken. So. I'm so jealous. My dream was always to like watch one Chaco play or Santi play. And like that dream's gone. But I was like, I can still go, but have never been. So I watch it from Idaho TV, you know, or at the bar. I'm like, okay, just yeah. Screaming, I, you know? I go I, right here. I, I'm from Bakersfield, California, and we have this sick ass wing spot here. It's called Rockin' Wings, and it's like a rock-themed wing spot with beer. But that's when Cruz Azul plays um, during the week, like on a weekday, you know, like Miércoles or some shit. Like, that's where I fucking go. You get me? I go over there, you know, at the bar, have my Coronas and my wings and watch Cruz Azul get smacked. But So whenever you see Ivan t- tweeting, like, all crazy after a game, that's that's where he's at, you know, like during the weekday. Like, yeah, he did, and, like- and, I'm, and I'm probably, like, eight blue moons deep. You get me? So that's, <laughs> that's why I'll be... You know, not giving a fuck. And it's Twitter, so. Hold up. Oh, man. I hardly use my Twitter, but I'm always, like, snapping when I'm at the bar. It's like, are you at the bar again? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. <laughs> That's Kinda crazy. Different. Yeah, although, like, everyone knows me there because it's, like, a restaurant bar, and I'm always, like, kind of drunk, you know, yelling, go, like, standing on my bar <laughs> stool stuff or just cursing when they're getting scored on. So, yeah, the whole bar, the, I mean, the whole staff knows me. <laughs> But it's just really hard. There's not a lot of, um, like, female fans here. Like, I'm, like, basically one of the only females watching the game around dudes, you know. It's like, man, where the where the, where the female fans at? <laughs> not here. So. Yo, can you guys hear me? Yeah. But it's crazy, though. Like, honestly, like, you, you would think, like, oh, like, you're one of the only few. But, like, I've seen, like, a lot of girls that actually go for Cruz Azul that like you see him out here in LA and it's crazy. Like I think Ivan knows a couple of girls, Eli who yeah. just came on. So I want to welcome up, Eli? Eli. Yo, what's up guys? Yeah, I guess it would be a lot easier like in a bigger city where there's more like people that watch it. But like here in Idaho, it's like in this town, it's like really small and it's really, I mean, there's a big Hispanic population, but like I never see females like watching any games so it's just always males like oh yeah my girlfriend or my wife let me come watch the game i'm like heck yeah cheers <laughs> how how is it that you got into the team i'm assuming because of your dad um my stepdad so okay uh, my parents were going through a divorce this is how i got to idaho and you know like when you're going through a divorce like you're trying to focus on something because i never used to watch soccer mm-hmm. and then um 
I started watching it with my stepdad and I kept hearing the name Chaco Jimenez back when he was in Pachuca. And I'm like, I like this player. And then like, I really liked watching Cruz Azul. And I'm like, I'm kind of caught. I was like, I like Chaco Jimenez because he's like so good. And then I like Cruz Azul too. So I got like into soccer. So I wasn't born like, you know, where you see people. Oh, so your stepdad, your stepdad didn't root specifically for Cruz Azul. No, he's from Oh, that's dope. So he's a Morelia fan? Morelia, my mom, my parents were born, like, are from Jalisco, so, you know, but my mom was never into soccer, so, like, I never got into it until I met my stepdad, and he would watch soccer every weekend, would have a beer, and then I was watching it, and then I just got really into it, I'm like, I like this, and so, it was our thing that we did every weekend, and I would watch every, you know, every team, you know, and I was like, sorry, yeah? No, sorry to interrupt you, but about when did you start, like, liking Cruz Azul, like, like supporting them, like around what year? I just want, I just want to know how many, how many finals do you saw us lose? Like where you felt it or, you know, when, um, do you remember your first heartbreak with this team? Well, I don't even, I can't, honestly, I can't even remember. Cause like I was so young, but I really liked Cruz Azul, but I really liked Chaco. So I was like caught in the middle, you know, it was like Chaco was winning championships with uh, Pachuca. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, he's so good. But then I was like, Cruz Azul, but then when he transferred over to Cruz Azul, that was like my, you know, I was like in the middle, but then I was like, oh, now that he's here, you know, it's just like all, all in it, you know? And so that's when I was like, just like really intrigued with it, but I still watched every team. It's just like, I didn't grow up with a, like growing up, like, you know, where you're like, oh, this is your team or whatever, but. No, when I was a kid uh, and I had all the time in the world, you know, before this adult life where I barely have time and squeeze squeeze in, you know, Cruz Azul games, um, I used to watch every single Liga MX game, you get me? On the weekends, mm-hmm. I was watching all, even the most boring games, even like motherfucking Puebla versus Chiapas. I would sit there and watch it, you get me? Yeah. So, I, Veracruz, I remember watching a lot of Veracruz games just because it was on and I love soccer and and I love the Mexican League. I I identify with the Mexican League. I'm not saying it's the best in the world or at all. You get me? But it's my favorite. You know, I, I don't think anyone can knock that. You get me? If if you like what you like, I I love Liga MX. I'd rather I'd rather watch um so I'd rather watch Pumas versus Santos over like Barcelona Real Madrid any day unless it unless it's like a championship game of Barcelona Real Madrid. But if they're just playing a regular league game, I would much rather watch. Pumas versus Santos, like that's that's just how I am. Like I don't I don't really care for for those. I, I grew up in the you know watching the Liga MX. So, um, but yeah. So, let's you have talk any questions, about, Eli? You have any questions? So I'm a little bit, sorry. I'm adding to what I've been saying. I'm a little bit different. Uh, I only watch Brazilian games when it comes to Liga MX. Even if it's when not you were Brazil, younger. What's up? Even when you were younger. No, uh, when I was younger, no, honestly, I've kept this mentality this whole time since for as long as I can remember. If it's not Cruz Azul, I don't care. If two teams are playing for the final of the championship and it's not Cruz Azul, I don't care. Uh, I hope they both lose, you know. Uh, if it's not Cruz Azul, <laughs> it doesn't have my, it's not going to take my time. Uh, but, but you got to watch other teams because your team is going to face them, dude. You got you to gotta know what's... I'm not worried about other teams. I'm more worried about my you're team. Gonna play because them. you know how how much we can suck. <laughs> so we have a lot on our plate as it is with the team currently. And I don't want to, you know, waste energy and time or whatever. It doesn't matter on another team. Uh, 
I'm just busy worrying about my own and our future because that's a coin flip right now. All right, well, let's let's talk about what happened this weekend. Um, hey, so I real quick, it, so real quick, let's just um. So, what made you get the tap? So, if you want to tell it, tell our viewers, our listeners, like what what the tat is and oh, what, what just, made you get just it. Describe it to them. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. If you guys okay, want to see, so I have... if you guys want to see it, maybe uh, go on our Twitter. I don't know if you want to plug the uh, handle real quick. Who me? Yeah, you're the you're the one with the tattoo. So okay, that people so can I can, see. It. I can continue. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I got this part of the tattoo which is like a soccer ball with a wing and it says Chaco Jimenez on like a heartbeat kind of thing. So I got that right after he retired. I was crying because I was like, this is like, I just resonated with him. He just gives so much to every jersey and I've been following him since I was, what, 10 or 11. I'm like, I just love this soccer player. Almost obsessed, <laughs> you know? But I was like, I just like resonated. He just gave so much blood, sweat, and tears in this in every jersey, like every team he played with, you know, like Pachuca and Cruzeiro. I got that part of the tattoo. And then when Santi actually like left, I hit up my artist and I was like, I need to add to this tattoo. And I wanted to say Santi, but I want like them, like the dad holding the kid with a ten and a nine, because like. It's like a, like a prodigy son, you know? It's like Santi gave everything in Cruz Azul too because like Santi was my boy. It was like, I was watching like, like like a younger Chaco, you know? It's like, I know like, they're different and they have their own stories and stuff, but like, I really was like wanting to see like Santi, like, you know, like in that level, like his dad and how like fans love him and like, he just gives everything, so. It really inspired me and I was just doing like doodling and stuff and I told my artist kind of like what I wanted and he did it. It's still like healing because I just got it on like last well, Tuesday around there. So yeah, and I was just, I just feel inspired. Like these players, like soccer, I love soccer. Like I'm very passionate. I didn't grow up with it, which is like something like I will, will never be able to resonate. You know, it's like cuando creces con la playera, which sucks, but it's like, I did get into it at 10 years old and I was like, I, I just love it. Like I love everything about it. And when you find soccer players that you really like love and vibe and you just like adore, it's just, I don't know. I feel very passionate about it. So yeah, that's the story of the tattoo. <laughs> I don't know if you already answered this, but did you ever get to meet either of them? No, I really wanted to. So when I went to uh, Utah, I did see him at a glance, but I wasn't close enough to like, you know, like right there. Um, like I was like more in the middle and the top and I just really wanted to see him. I was screaming out his name, but I don't know if he ever saw me, but no, but that was like one of the dreams I did not achieve, which sucks, but you know, it is what it is, right? <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be like these guys. These guys fucking show up at their hotel room, knocking on their door, trying to get their autographs. This e Eli and Jess and some other dudes. Yeah, I think I met Chaco twice and Santi <sighs> three times, I believe. So the first time I'm I met Santi was over in Houston, uh, for a, like a random like socioeconomic like friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, it was me and like two other dudes at the airport waiting for the team. Mm -hmm. So we had the whole team all to ourselves and Santi was like 15 or 16 at the time. And, uh, this is right before he, uh, he, uh, debuted. Mm -hmm. 
I believe. And then later that day or the day after, he played with his dad against Pumas for a little bit. So I saw that. And then obviously I met him later in like Carson and like other places. But, you know, it was cool. It, it was it was crazy seeing him grow up just because you saw him. I saw him like when he was like 15, 16. And then again, after like the ninth, like it was insane, like the growth. And but yeah, uh, never forget it. Yeah, dude, I bet. It's like, I always, I just watch, I keep up with uh, social media, you know, it's like the pictures and whatnot, but it, it's not the same. It's not like being there and like having like them there and like entrevistas and all that. Like I, it, it sucks. It's like, I'm stuck in freaking Idaho, you know? Uh, but I mean, the passion is still here, you know? It's like, I root for the team. I like, I wish the best for Santi. I love Chaco with all my heart. It was like, I just feel inspired. And like, I would have never honestly gotten into the sport had it not been for like my stepdad or like watching Chaco just like give his all and everything I was just like this this player really inspired me too I just I'm I love it just like I love soccer <laughs> and I do only watch like Liga Mexican like Liga MX you know so it's like I stay there I, but I don't I don't know I like Lionel Messi but I don't really watch the games just because I don't know it's, I'm not as passionate about it, but La Liga Mexicana is like I watch the games and I play the quinielas and stuff. So I've got to watch the rival teams. <laughs> got to know your competition. You got to start betting like uh, Jesse, who always bets on like every every week. He like plays his new bets on teams. Uh, but no, but yeah, we all had that father figure in our lives that got us into this team. We're mothers for others. Uh, but, you know, it's a it's a beautiful thing. You know, your dad grows up or your father figure grows up and then watching, you know, the best team, the best Cruz we've ever seen. And then he passes it on to you. And then when you grow up with him and you experience everything together and it's like, you know, it's, you can't really compare it to anything else. Uh, like I know Ivan took his dad to the final. I took mine to the final. It was that one of those things you just had to share with your dad because he's the reason, you know, you're a fan to begin with. And, uh, I know Ivan can vouch, but it was like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. and uh, You know, we're both lucky to have experienced it, at least in person. And everyone yeah. else that was watching it, like, wherever they were, you know, it was it was beautiful. And maybe, hopefully, one day we can, you know, experience it again. But I'm, I'm just glad, you know, I can die, like, happy, knowing that I at least experienced it once. I'm yeah, it was, it. it was about time, man. <laughs> it, it was about fucking time. Um, so, let's talk about motherfucking... Yeah, talk, bring it up, bro. Bring it up. Hey, well, I think this was a long time coming, bro. The way the team was playing, um, Aguirre wasn't switching anything up. It seemed like he was almost purposely putting on the people that we're not. I know, I know, like a lot of people will come on and criticize us about, like, um, like Jesse says, uh, director técnico de sillón. You get me, like, you know, you who the fuck am I to be? saying you know i don't have a fucking degree in soccer management or whatever but i think it's just simple stuff that you see on the field and anybody with half a brain could see like this person doesn't belong on a starting team like in a professional league like what do you what are you what are you looking at who's telling you you need to play people like baka people like kata now okay baka okay kata i still say i think kata there was a there was a there was a point where he was where he was actually kind of good i'm not gonna lie he had his good his good his good phase but it's long gone and um he's look at all the goals that they made and how many of them passed by him um rafa vaca there's there's no, no explanation at all he never had a, a prime he what does he do 
he doesn't recover, he doesn't ni estorba a, 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 los, a, los, a los rivales. You get me? He, he looks like a, that little, when you let your little brother play on your team, you get me? You're like, just, just fucking do something. He's just running around. He's not fast enough. He's not skilled enough. And he he is just trash. And I think he had a big influence on the outcome of um, Saturday's game. I think we were going to fucking lose anyway, just because America venía rachado, Cruz Azul. They don't they, they fucking, uh, you know, as soon as the players, certain players touch the ball, they were getting booed. Um, Diego Aguirre, you know, he hasn't kept anyone happy, not even the players. He he had beef with the players and he had beef with the with the fan base. You know, he. what sucks is that the the impotence and the frustration that I had to watch it through a TV screen and, and you know, just yell and fucking scream in the fucking restaurant. Like, what the fuck is happening? And people looking at me. And I can't do shit about it. And that's why I take it to heart because these are our emotions. And it could have been Mazatlan. It could have been motherfucking Puebla. We would have fucking laughed about it, took the jokes this weekend. And that was that. But no, it had to be America, the team that's already pissed on us in all of our recent history, the team that took our fucking idol and he goes and scores on us. I don't think he celebrated it. So that was cool. But still, you know, it made us look like, look at this stupid ass team. That, that let everything go, everything they had going, this so-called dynasty that we were going to build a decade of glory, let it go for stupid-ass decisions, for, for not wanting to spend the money that you need to spend to have a competitive team. Um, it just made us look like the biggest fucking fools. Every time you think Cruz Azul has touched rock bottom, whether it be a blowing a 4-0 lead in a semifinal, having you know one of the greatest teams that they had in recent history, or, or America coming back after being 3-0, America coming back in that 2013 final. You, you all, We all thought that was rock bottom. We all thought that was it. We can't humiliate ourselves anymore. And then this goes and happens. Seven fucking people who don't even know about soccer are messaging me, talking shit. Like, haha, isn't this the team that you go for? Like, it, it made... It, it's it's on every fucking out of context football page. It, it's we're a laughing stock, man. You get me? I wish they would have fucking fired the whole team. You get me? Like it, it's, it's heads need a roll, dude. I don't. You see all those people manifesting outside of um the training installations or facilities, but I'm I I'm not I'm not for the violence. I don't want no one to. I think it's you. It's not worth. You're not gonna fight over this shit um, and damaging people's property. I think that's out of out of control too. That's stupid. What are you gonna gain out of that? But definitely, I feel their frustration, and I support them going and having their banners and, and sending a message that, hey, man, you guys, you guys are embarrassing us, and you know, you guys get paid to do this, and ni las manos metieron. Um, there needs to be drastic changes. I don't know. I mean, I know the coach doesn't play on the field. The one thing about um, Aguirre was that. He fucking brought in like Rotondi and people who were just like, why are these people starters? Nato, Estrada, all, all these players. That, that you're just like, what are you doing, bro? Like, we had an all right team. You, why didn't you just keep playing with, you know, I don't know. But I feel like it was, it was coming. It was going to happen. But they fucking blew it out of proportion with that 7-0. You give me like, no mames. Like, dude, that shit is like, embarrassing for any league any team and it had to be us it just like like it like like our history has always been it's us it's always us it's always fucking cruz azul 
no i i totally agree with you like for anyone like me who plays bets on this game you know it's just like it <laughs> sucks it was just like you know a two to zero whatever but like siete as oh, was like oh hell no but it, uh, like for me like i i think that chuy corona should have been in la porteria like that was my personal opinion i was like why like i just i don't get me wrong i think jurado has like a lot to like offer and whatnot but like in this specific game honestly that would have been my starter goalie and i don't like i don't like rotondi like i don't think that he's good i think he plain ass sucks like i'm just gonna say like i don't like how he plays like, i agree i, I completely agree the dude is ass he's like seriously i was like why is he in there i don't know just i don't know like it it frustrates do, do you like that huh do you like that um, I don't like, I, I don't like dislike him. I think he's better like than Rotondi and I do mm -hmm. like uh, Romero, but there's just like the defense just uh, like, I don't like how Kata and back, like, I don't like, I just, there's just something fuck like effed up about that. You know, the whole lineup and getting like, like Santi was before you had like a legit, I don't know. It's just like. I feel like the team sabotaged it, and I hate to say it, but it's just like, it's a sabotage. It's a fuck up right now. And it, it infuriates me. It's like, why is like, like, pierde y pierde, and it's just like, it's infuriating to watch. Like people make fun of yeah. your team and whatnot. It's like, ugh, I don't know. We were talking about it, uh, me and Jessa, we commented. I it, it obviously looks like it's the defense that's fucked up because that's where the goals, you know, that's the last line before the, the net. Um, but I think more than anything, our midfield is just lost. I think you no. can't compare Yotun, Paul, and, uh, you know, that Romo midfield. And Romo. Romo th that midfield with who we have right now, you get me? Baca, um, and... You said, it, you said it since day one, remember? Like, Dira, Dira came in, and he, he's a great addition, but he's not going to solve our problems. And you said it yourself, he's not Marcone. He's not someone yeah. to do it, to do the job but, by himself. But definitely way better than Baca, dude. And it's 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 like undescribable how he didn't start, bro. Like you sh like Diego Aguirre shot himself in the foot. There there's no there's no defending him. There is like and I I've told Ivan this. I've told like our group chat this. Like like before the excuse for Jurado was that okay like you don't play like you don't have any rhythm. So it's understandable like the four zero was bound to happen to you. You know. Like mm -hmm. it, it, there was an excuse, but what's the excuse right now? Like what, 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 how can, how can somebody that wants to like defend you, defend you if like you got 25 goals scored on you this season? Yeah, it's embarrassing. There's no way to defend any of it. Uh, and most people will tell you that everyone has to go starting from the very top. Uh, we have players, we have signings coming in like more like halfway through the season. There was no planning, there was no money, there was no plan whatsoever. Our coach never knew, you know, what the game plan was, how he wanted to play. Uh, I believe against America, he benched Charlie, right? And Lira? Or am I mistaken? Yeah, yeah he, he benched both of them. And then, who was the other one? I forget, but I didn't watch the game. Thank God, I think. I think that was the only positive. Yeah, that I didn't get to experience it live, I was working. Uh, but you should have seen my face, you know, I was recording everything. I, I checked my phone, I'm like, oh, the game's already over. Let's see, let's see <laughs> how bad it is. Uh, <laughs> I go on Google, I type the Brazilian. 
I looked at the score and my mouth just dropped. Uh, if anyone saw me, they would have been like, what's wrong? And then that's when I realized my Christmas food lanyard's hanging out of my pocket. So I'm like, let me hide that real quick. Because <laughs> there's nothing I can say. Like, I, did, I couldn't even, like, think. Like, my thoughts were just, like, what the hell happened, you know? Like, how bad was it that they conceded seven? But, you know, whatever. I came home. My brother and my dad were like, dude, you missed it. And I'm like, thank God. But it's 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 our it's the worst loss in our history right i don't think we ever and, lost with a bigger margin and uh, it used who, to be five zero to, it used to be five to who bro to who that's the shit that's of all that's the what teams, of all the teams it had to be them right if anyone but either way but either way like our biggest loss was already against them so i mean it's just piling up more to it but still i mean it's it's indescribable there's 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 just um i do you guys believe in like there's just like um it's our dna dude it's cruz azul's dna to be like this i don't think we're ever gonna no it's our players uh, it's our players. No, we have players no, with, but, but we've had different players and 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 uh, america has humiliated us for as long as my memory you get me and that's probably since like 2006 and since 2006 who who's been there the same guy bro the same well, guy. So when Kata's gone, you think this is gonna be over? This is gonna be over. This is gonna be over. I can. I, I, can, so. I, prom- I promise you, bro. I promise you that this will be over. As soon it's as right he, up. as soon as he rolls, things are gonna get better. And as soon another, as another, rolls, another thing that I was talking about with my dad, because my dad thinks the same. You know, my dad thinks that you know Kata and fucking Baca and Corona are. You know, he says like he's like the day that they're gone, it's gonna be a different team. You get me? Because they they kind of you know generate the vibe the energy out to the rest of the club you get to, to the rest of the players on the pitch you get me it feels like if you don't have a leader back there that say hey you know what fuck this we gotta go out and we're gonna whoop these motherfuckers ass um dude in the fucking first minutes of the game it was like bro cruz azul made no advances towards towards the goal the commentators were like America is the team that came out here to win, like from the minute one. Like, why? Why this Cruz Azul? And it's not just this team. Um, I would the only exception that I would I would put here is Siboldis. And I know you guys are probably tired of me, you know, fucking licking his balls and shit. But his fucking team, dude, Yosentia, that they came out most of the time and they they were trying to score and trying to win right away. De volada hacían jugadas to get it into the area and try to score. Si no, si no le salía, no le salía. But that was the intention. And that's what I've always wanted to see. And for so long, all I see is this Cruz Azul que juega bien miedoso. Even with Reynoso, trust me, we won the championship and I'm forever grateful and I'm so glad we won it. And I, I we were super leaders. You can't argue that. But we we really won by one goal most of our games. You get me? I guess it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. You win. I get it. But it was it's not a killer team. You get me? It's not that team that comes out and is like, yo, you know, like let us fucking out. Let us get this guy. Let us beat this motherfucking team to a pulp. You get me? That that's what I want to see. Like if you we lost anyway, you came out jugaron miedosos and you fucking got spanked. You might as well come out and try to attack from minute one. And it's like when you're gonna get in a fight, you give me you're in each other's face. The guy might beat your ass. You might as well get that first hit. You might as well get one hit. You get me? You're already gonna get your ass kicked. And I always wanted to see a team like that. I love that type of team. Um, I I've 
tired of repeating it, and I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing it, but like Matosas with León and shit. Like it was a team, bro, that went out there and fucking, you know, wanted to win. America came out Saturday, wanted to win. They wanted to whoop our ass, and we fucking let them. And who is to blame for that? The players on the pitch, but who put those fucking players on there too? También que no mames, you get me? Like, fuck. Also, gotta remember who buys the players. Bad planning was a big part of what this season is. <clears throat> you know, everyone will tell you the president has got to go. Everyone's got to go. Uh, who decides that? Who decides like let's get rid of our president? Is there people above him? I'm assuming, right? The uh, technically, I would assume the cooperativa, but. With whatever, I don't even know what's happening over there. I can't. I'm not yeah, me neither. I'm not gonna they, pretend to understand what. Something about their power with them, but like, if you got people coming out of like caves saying like, "Oh, like we can't let this guy do this to the team." Uh, well, we're, they're like dropping like leaks of like sexual assault charges on the president, and that they're going through like I don't even. Know I haven't seen that shit. Yeah, yeah it's 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 on it's on Twitter. I'll send it to you on the group chat later. It's okay. so random. Like all of a sudden, you got people leaking like abuse charges, and you don't even know who to believe or who's who, just because of how many hands are in the in the pot. Like it's like a smear campaign. Who knows anymore, dude? Who knows who? But but again, I I, I want to reiterate: this is the type of stuff that happens to Cruz Azul. Why Cruz Azul? Why? Cruz Azul is the only person, the only fucking team that their fucking idol left and came back to their hated rival and scored on them. That happens to Cruz Azul. No, nah, but could've... that happens like, it's happened always, bro. It's happened always. It happened Why with Abreu do... too. Abreu, Richard Nunez, who else? Aquino to a certain extent. No one wants to come back. Santi's not going to come back either. That's we're going to come back to motherfucking Tigres. That's why you got to go to him, bro. We're gonna become Feyenoord fans. Have you seen? Have they played? Are they playing? He played two yeah. minutes, bro. He plays huh? a couple minutes. No, but has he played? How many games have they had since he joined? Official three? ones, two. Two or three, right? Two official and one friendly, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And in, the, in the first official one, he missed the open goal. <laughs> he did miss it. He was so close, so I'm like, I'm following the that page too because like i want to you know see how santi's doing but fuck i miss him i'm like like for plus azul dude oh it's horrible cruz azul cruz azul the only motherfucker in team that has the one star player leader the goleo and he leaves them right then and there that that type of shit only happens to cruz azul why why us why us man look at atlas atlas won a championship with a fucking humble team compared to ours, and they repeated the process the next season. They did it back to back with no crazy signings. And Cruz Azul, they won it, and was get look what they did. They fucking ruined the whole team. Who does that? Cruz Azul does that. Why? Why? Why always them? Why always us? Who the fuck? You get me like? You, you guys aren't seeing this shit. You get me like? What do you guys think that is, what can revert the situation? What can fix this? Like in, I'm not talking like in the long run, I'm talking like right now, like what, what can change? What's the, what's the one thing that could change this around? Like una bomba en el, en el banco? Um, is it um, winning the championship? 
is it you know short started? short term we gotta start yeah, short term fuera vaca fuera gata agreed long okay, and term. i think long term if you're gonna bring players at least bring some up from like the reserve the cantera that way you know is we're not wasting money that we don't even have to begin with it's not your money. Stop caring about what debt they got. But we, we don't have it. any money, dude. Why do you think we, we get these signings? I know, because they're because they want they're corrupt and they wanna they wanna pocket that money. It's like the, the cooperativa. You know, you know how much millions they give to the soccer team a year? Where does it all go? We gotta pay wages, bro. Yeah, pay wages. I know, I, I, get Corona, it. I get Corona's the most best paid one there. So is Baca. You gotta pay their wages. We okay, get, get rid of them. We get rid of them, and then you know we'll have, yeah, I like to think more expendable in, uh, cash. But you know, I don't my know. understanding is that, from from what I've seen online from verified pages, is that Jurado, Vaca, and Cata are gonna are off to starting eleven. So that's what I saw too. Yeah. So, so that's supposedly they're gonna be relegated to the U twenty, and then after that, I, if they if their contracts don't get rescinded, I think they're gonna be relegated to U twenty, and then after that. I want to think they're gone. I don't know how it's going to work with Baca since he does have the, uh, actually, no, he could just rescind his contract and just pay, pay off whatever, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Like they do with all the coaches they fire. <laughs> um, yeah. I know you uh, got a fat check probably. I'm sure, but at what cost? Like halfway. At what cost? He's a clown. Everyone's clowning him. He's fucking, you know, Money but it can... sucks. But it sucks because, like, like yourself, like you thought that he was gonna be this exciting coach, this exciting guy that was <laughs> that was gonna bring like attacking football. And dude, I think like, that's what? what I wanted. That's what no, I wanted. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, that that's what they sold you, right? They sold you that. Yeah, he was the, they sold you on something. And bro, was he was he this offensive coach? No, bro. I think he was the worst coach in in. That I can remember, like in recent history, I'm sure there was someone worse. That like, Bueno was I, makes his work look like. I think Paco Hemes was better than than this motherfucker. You get me? Paco Hemes was better than this guy. There's, I think, still, there's still people that want that guy back, by the way. Tena was better than this guy. Ojitos Mesa was better than this guy. Um, Tomas Boy. Nah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one. And rest in peace, though. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that one, but not nah, um okay, so yeah, so maybe short term, okay. Once next game we see that these motherfuckers aren't there, okay. That's that's just that's a start in the right direction. I think we could we could kind of think, okay, they're, they're really taking us into consideration. Um, that's a start. And that's what I've always said is like you get me, okay. If we have the players that we have, I get it. Like Eli 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 is our accountant. He knows that they don't have money, apparently. So we don't have money. So we're we're stuck with these shit players. At the very least, pick the best out of the shitty players. You you got shitty players and you still pick the worst ones. You get me? Like, who the fuck is you know, is this a joke? Like it's because they have poor scouting, bro. They have poor poor scouting. Like, like you said, you know, they need Walter Drew or whatever that fool's name. <laughs> Because you seem to bring them up all shout the time. Out, shout, out to, shout out to the psychologo. <laughs> but, uh, no, no like, uh, Twitter. Everyone knows who to get on there. But, but yeah. No, well, see, like, that's what I'm saying is like, okay, at the very least, you, you're beefing with the, with the fan base. You, you're, you're disconnected with your fan base. Give them what they want. You get me? We we obviously aren't gonna bring no more signings, especially not no fucking bomba. We're not bringing Cavani or 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 someone. It's it's done. We have what we have. 
they weren't the people we wanted. We didn't get Cabecita Bad. We didn't get Diente Lopez. We didn't get fucking, you know, uh, Quinones or whatever. But we got what we got. Okay, let us fucking, you know, choose the starting fucking lineup. Like, to us, this is the best, you know, this is what the masses want. We believe that these are our best men. Put those starting 11. Like, like if you lose, we can't talk shit to you. If you guys lose, we 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 put our best men on the field. It's not it's out of our hands. It's it's now it's them. You're not gonna blame the coaches, you're not gonna blame the directiva. Well, maybe the directiva because they brought shitty players, but I mean that's there's nothing we can do now. It's end. The market is, is closed for us. You get me? Um, we have what we have. I, I've, I've told you guys, you know, the lineup I would consider ideal. Um, and th if that, if they would, if they were to put the lineup that I believe is our best man, and I'm a four four two guy, I swear to God, I couldn't. I would never be mad. I'd be like, you know what the fuck? It is what it is. These guys suck. But there's there's nothing more they can do. They're they're putting their best people on here. That's all that they can do. That's all that they can do. And, um, you know, but yeah, anyways, um, I have to go. I got to go. Hold on, before you leave, let me, let me ask this real quick. All right. We play Querétaro next on Saturday. What happens? They, they always beat us, bro. They always beat us. But, you know, where, where, where that's the game you went to last year and they won. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> what is, what is that? What is that? Um, Técnico que debuta, técnico que gana, so we're gonna win. Ivan, I have a question for you before you leave, bro. For so, sure. so let's say we have our, our starting coach, our, our new coach, whatever, and he decides to play with Baca and Cata. What, what, what are you doing, bro? What are you saying? That's what I want. I, I think they're, they're, I think I think we're, we we got to go back to La Noria and piss on their cars again. You get me? What are you doing? Like this? This is what? Are you not seeing what Baca and Kata did? Look how many goals passed by Kata's. And he there's there's a shot where he's even like laughing as they're about to cross the ball. Like I don't want to believe it. How how are you laughing in the, in that moment in a real game in a professional game against these motherfuckers that took two titles from you? How are you laughing? I don't I don't fucking get it. You get me? Well, like we'll take a trip, Ivan. We'll take a trip. You can bring some Baker's foot foods and then you know we'll pull up. <laughs> okay um but but yeah so i think if, if if the new whoever's in charge i think you get me the directiva the people who fired aguirre and the people that are saying that this is embarrassing and then you know this isn't gonna happen again um well they need to make sure that kata and baka don't play and jurado goes to the bench for sure you get me and that would that would start to heal our wounds that would start to patch it up you know uh, put a little band-aid on it um but if they don't do that it's just a slap in the face like you're doing absolutely nothing to to fix this you know this wall that you put up between you and the fan base because you continue to put people on the field that don't give a fuck about the team that laugh as you're getting scored on that don't that can't run abaca's fucking old i don't know he, he runs like a fucking 12 year old um you, you put you putting these people on the field you get me you gotta stop that and that's gonna start to fix your relationship with the fan base and that that's that needs to be immediate you get me um if if they don't do that i, I don't know what to say i i think i think this club is a joke you get me and i i think i was on the instagram chat um the other day i don't know if it was yesterday but someone was like, oh, well, how come you just don't stop going for Cruz Azul? Do you get me? Because 
if you think that they're so they're such bums i'm only what the f- how can I'm, I'm in love with this team you give me like our chat or, or what chat no, no, what no chat Instagram is this chat. oh okay uh, it was the other chat that me and ivan are in yeah oh, shit. i'm like how, how do you like dude as much as this team pisses me off every every fucking weekend i'm in love with it i got it tattooed on me you get me you, you this is something that i bled for literally i i love i've spent hundreds of dollars on this team i spent i put holes into walls in my parents house on for this team you know i fucking made scenes at restaurants for this team i've paid so many fucking bets that i lost because of this team i've cried like a like a kid when i was a grown-ass man for this team i i, I can't obviously if i if i didn't want you know if it was that easy to just stop going for this team i would have done it in 2013 you get me that would have been it i would have been like fuck this it's over like there's i'm i've already suffered all these losses and and then now this um and when we had it we were 30 seconds 30 seconds away i would have i would have quit right then and there i would have stopped going for the team but i didn't you can't you're in, i'm i'm in love with this team and they could they could piss me off every week for the rest of my life and I'm just going to live the rest of my life cussing on Saturday nights. And it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. But yeah, um, I got to go. Um, very cool to meet you, Amy. And hopefully we'll have you on some other time. Um, and hopefully you get to see Cruz Azul somehow, some way in person. I, I don't know. Maybe they should do a friendly over there at the potato capital of the world. Um, hopefully. And yeah. I, <laughs> Uh, uh, hopefully you guys have a good rest of the night and um, it's, it was fun yeah thank you, you for coming on Ivan thank you for, have, have a good night yeah. bro alright for sure later alright good night guys no. it was nice meeting you it was nice meeting you too Amy thanks well that was Ivan uh, no but yeah he worded that perfectly uh, just because you criticize something doesn't mean you don't love it you know uh if you love something, you want it to be better, to, you know, to grow and like get better and you want to fix it. You can't just spend, like you said, all this money, all these air miles, all these blood, sweat and tears, uh, and just give up on it and leave, you know, uh, once you're there, you're, you're with it to the end. Uh, that's why, you know, we all, we're also upset because we love this team and we just want to see it succeed. Some people don't know how to manage it and they don't, you know, they don't have that love or passion that we do. So they use it however they want, either to launder money or for their own personal gain or whatever. Um, and the fans have to pay the price. So criticism, valid criticism will always, you know, be there because they can always, you can always do better. And it's good that they, they, that these players at least have someone to guide them that this team is a big team. What happened on Saturday is completely unacceptable. It's inexcusable. And, you know, some people will egg Antuna's car. Some That's people fucked up, bro. Him. That's fucked up. Like, dude, like, that's just going to fuck up the paint, bro. Bro, you think he can't afford a new one? Bro, that shit's expensive, dude. Like, and especially, like, what is it, like an M4? Uh, nah, I don't think it was an M4. Maybe, who knows, but... I don't know, bro. Someone's got to pay and people want, you know, are looking for a, what's the word? Someone to pay that price. Because the connection between the fans and the team is uh, shattered. 
So, and it was obviously more than obvious something was going to happen. Even right after the game that night, they tagged up the uh, the store uh, outside the Noria. Uh, and obviously today they had the uh, protest outside the uh, exit with all the players coming out. You know, everyone has different opinions. Some will say, oh, like it's uh, Monday like at noon and you're not like at your work job or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Others will be like, you should have been more people. There should have been more damage done. Everyone will have a different opinion. No one's going to have a right or wrong answer. Um, but, you know, that's what happens when you have such a big fan base uh, experiencing uh, heartbreak at the same time. The, but, thing about you know, that, the thing about that is kind of like if the players had to clean up the mess, like I'd be cool with it, you know, tag up all the walls. But what, what does that, that worker have, have to do with that? You know, like why, why, why does he have to be the one that cleans it up? You know, like if you told me like oh back and cut they're gonna clean up that tagging like good you know like fuck it like have those folks clean it with their tongue but it's like what, what what does that innocent man have to do with that you know that's why i was like why, why are you guys tagging the store like i guess i mean there's only very few ways to get a message across and you know adding the team on twitter can only get you so far you know um i get it it is what it is but it was going to happen with the way they're handling this club and the way they're playing. Uh, but I don't know. Supposedly, Baca never even left. Either he left through a secret exit or he's, you know, he's a coward. He's, he's, he's probably still coward. hiding in the showers or something. But because I know Kata, uh, he left through a, through a, you know, a along with Jurado. Jurado. No, I think Jurado just drove on by. I think, I no, they both left together. Okay. Yeah. No, but who knows what will happen with them. Uh, you know, I think, who was it? I think it was, was it Escobar or was it... Yeah, Escobar stopped. Escobar, Tabo stopped. Both of them stopped. He said, like, if if you guys can't sleep, imagine us. Something like that. So some say, some players do understand. They get it. It's not that something... Was that was yeah, double. It's not something they want to, you know, experience or go through. Uh, same with Romero. People were telling him to go back to Boca. All the foreign players, like, go back to your country. If you don't want to be here, if you don't want to play, go back to, you know, wherever. Uh, you know, th- uh, things were tense. They were they were heated. Uh, aside from that, nothing more came of it. Uh, I like to think that the message was given and received. Uh, what happens next is a coin toss. Uh, honestly, it's anyone's, anyone's guess what happens on Saturday. Who plays? Who we see? Who we don't see? Uh, hopefully, Corona comes back. Hopefully, Baca and Qatar are playing with the under 15s or something. But it would be unacceptable to see them starting another game in in this team at the current level. Uh, so supposedly, there's going to be a protest at the game. Uh, like no one's going to show up. Supposedly, no one's going to buy a ticket. No one's going to show up. What they're saying is that they're going to hit them where it hurts in their pockets. Uh, I disagree with that. I'd rather see a stadium full of people, you know, upset. But Booing them, at least, you know? Yeah, because it's not something that you can just let slide. For us, this is pretty much season ending. Uh, you, I don't think anyone can see this team bouncing back to even the Pechaje level. After a America game, you know, what can you expect from this team? What do you think? Are they to go out there and win? <laughs> I think they need to go win, dude. I don't want to see Rosondi like in the lineup. I think he's. Uh, I don't want to see Kata. Like, yeah, like I mean, you're speaking truth. Like, 
I think people should go buy tickets and go boom at least. I don't know. It's just kind of sad. I feel like like this whole team is just like on the sabotage and it's really sad to see, honestly. Watch the games and you just like it's just really sad to like see the teams losing game after game. It's heartbreaking, you know. Um, I don't know what to say. It's just sad. Yeah. Um I, I could see it in my dad's eyes and in his voice. It's not something he wants. He would want his kids to ever have to experience. Uh, you know, he grows up seeing them win everything, and then he passes it down to you, and then you get to see the worst, the worst of it. Uh, it's something we hope changes soon. We've been—I can't say we've been worse. We've been worse on the table, but animicamente, I don't know how much we're seeing yet. Well, we'll see. There's always a way to bounce back. Hopefully, Corona can use his experience to push people through. Uh, like he's, uh, I think they reported that he went down to the dressing room after the game, I believe. Uh, he yelled at everyone. He spanked them a bit. He slapped them around. And all the players had nothing to say. All the, they all had their heads down, and Corona was the only one that was at least able to get a message to them. But, you know, it's a hard thing to bounce back from. Uh, some players never do. Uh, we saw it with Alejandro Castro after the final, who had nightmares after that final and the penalty miss and the own goal, I believe. Uh, I don't see Jurado bouncing back from this. He was never the leader we expected him to be. Uh, it's hard. I don't, think any, I don't think anybody ever thought Jurado was the leader. We just thought that he was going to be a, a really good goalkeeper. But, I mean, neither, neither thing happened, you know? Like yeah, he's not, it's, he never became the leader and he never became like a great goalkeeper where he stepped up to the occasion, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's disappointing since you have, uh, you have Conejo Perez, you have uh, Corona, plus you have Gudinho, you know, they're all together, they're all practicing. And it's disappointing seeing very little come out of it. Uh, at this point, our only hope could be Gudinho, who we've seen before, who had some really interesting saves before with us and the few times he's played uh he's older uh, i think more experienced. i think, Hold on. I think he's older he's more experienced he played good from what i hear when he was loaned out so maybe it's either if it's not corona it has to be Gudinho, because right now jurado isn't going to be there mentally and last thing we want is him conceding even more goals no as far as Gudinho, bro i think Gudinho is is sort of a fraud bro like in la sub-20 like they racked up goals after goals, bro, on him, as well as like in Tepatitlan. Like he was like one of like, where where did Tepatitlan end up? They ended up like thirteenth place out of like fourteen teams, you know, with Gudinho. Well, so, if that's if that's the case, then Corona, it's it's all. Well, on yeah, him. I mean, it's it's all on Corona, bro. Like it, it's like people are building this like little fantasy about like. So apparently, like, Gudinho is this hot shot goalkeeper, bro. Like, Gudinho had two games in Primera División. What, 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 what can he prove there, you know? What can he prove in two games? I agree to an extent. I just I just want to see my boy do good, man. He gave me his autograph and a selfie, so, like, I, I got to want to see him. Uh, that, means, that means that you're seeing it as a, as a fanboy, bro. See Come it on, bro. As, a, as, as an a analytical fan, bro. Come on, bro. We haven't seen we haven't seen enough of him yet. 
Bro, what we've seen is the It's got to be Tui Corona, dude. The years of experience, the, he's a leader. Like, he's going to motivate. Like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's got to be Chewy. See, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Chewy. I'm fine with Chewy. But we all know he's he's old. So at some point, he's going to have to step down. And he has to have to hand down the torch to someone. So if it's Corona, cool. If it's Gudino, you know, it's, it's going to be another risk too. But... At least it's, it could it could be a more promising one, but who knows at this point anymore? Uh, this team will surprise us uh, every point that we get, and who knows what will happen. But well, you saw Corona it? even shave, bro. That fool, that fool trying to. To he's be fair, forty-two. Yeah. He's forty-two, but he he shaved so he could look like twenty-five again. So that fool could keep on. Uh, I mean, he's he's still lost to America. He conceded two to the U twenty. Yeah, but I mean. I call I call him out. I say my shit on him. Like I, uh, I think after the 2018 final, I felt like a little resented with him. Especially like after like like 2020, I felt more resented because I was kind of like, bro, like you're just kind of like setting up the bed for this fool, you know, like the coaches. But right now, more than ever, he's the one to take us to glory, you know, like Corona. Like before, before like 2018, before like all that. Like he stood through like the worst, you know, and he's someone that that knew how to bounce back. Gata, like he was always like the sub partner, you know, like he he never was like one to. Yeah, he he confronted those fools outside the La Noria last time, but why why didn't you confront him right now? You know, like you're you're he, this so called he... like you you're this so called like futbolista narco that you do like I don't know what the fuck like. You're hanging out with narcs, like why, why, why are you afraid? You know. I don't know about that. Is he? I don't confirm nor deny, bro. I mean, I don't even know anymore, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, that came out of left. I've never even heard about that about Chewy. But now, if it was Corona, uh, not Corona. If it was Gata, it'd probably be more believable. It'd be more believable because of his uh, Butrona that he has. But no, that, well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, they said. Oh my bad. No, okay. that's what I'm talking about. No, that's what I'm talking about. Now Corona, mm-hmm. Corona comes from like a good family and shit. Gotcha. Well, not his brother, you know. His cousin, no. Oh my bad, his cousin. Uh, it was his... okay. Okay. Anyways, anyways. Well, uh, like I mentioned with Ivan, we play Kedetaro next. Uh, how's Kedeta doing? Are they still at the bottom? They beat Cholos last game. So we couldn't beat Cholos. Was correct. We couldn't beat Cholos, but they did. Where are they? Uh, I but it's because they yeah, they're at the very bottom. But it's because uh, Tijuana is um their parent coat, their parent team, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that they had to lose so that way they could get some points up in the in the descenso table. Gotcha. Hey, so now so, that we so now that we brought that up, what do you think about that one girl that um? That posted about um, that we were supposed to be apparently gonna pay a fine if we sat last in the regular table. Who? The the girl from from Mexico Twitter. That. Oh no! It's because we only we only pay a fine if we're the very bottom right of the coefficient. Exactly. Okay. Okay, I remember that now. No, but on Saturday we play we play get at that one. If we lose, then we're definitely at the rock bottom. At least on the table, but do you see that happening? Uh, we don't. We still don't even know what, what what's going on with with today, bro. Like, 
today they announced uh, Raul Potro Gutierrez. Uh, the, as you guys might know, he's the the one that won the Mexican World Cup or the World Cup with uh, the U-17s. Was it U-17s? Yeah. So, I mean, he has that under his belt. But honestly, like, we, we have all these ex-Americanistas in this squad, bro. Like, what, what's up with our directiva? Like, what? why are we... Why are we giving more opportunities for for people that are from our hate our hated rival rather than than ours? But at the same time, uh, I see it this way: it's his first time coaching in first division Mexican league, so I know that he wants to leave a good impression. You know, like he he knows what that in order for him to be successful, he he's got to be like radical. You know, like he needs to make like some ballsy move for us and. Honestly, like with him, I, I have a feeling we could at least make a repechaje, you know, like get a little run of like three, four games, and I think I think we should be good. What do you think? Well, if he, if he was Dudu with the who was it, the U twenty, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, do we really have talent in the U twenty, bro? Like, 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 be honest with yourself. Do we have talent in our U twenties? Do we have talent in Cruz Azul for our U sixteen? There, there has to be someone. I know everyone else is probably better, but come yeah, on. but. But there's always that one good player. But does that one good player carry a whole team? We see it in our in our senior squad too. Oh, well, I don't have high hopes for this dude. I don't think I don't see him moving on to the next season. I feel like after this season, when we uh, lose Drepechaje against freaking Toluca, uh, where he's gonna be gone. But uh, Toluca is going straight to the league. Yeah, bro. I don't know about. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know about playing against that. Chivas. My bad. Against Chivas. <laughs> No, but I, I don't know, man. It's a coin flip. It's 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 not fun right now. I'm not really having fun anymore. Uh, I'm kind of numb at this point emotionally. Uh, I spent months looking for that new jersey. I don't even want it anymore. You know? Uh, when it finally uh, hit the States? I, don't, I haven't seen it anywhere, bro. I haven't seen it anywhere. Well, let know me know. No. Where, sorry, where, where, what state were you from again? Sorry, I don't remember. Uh, Amy? Me? Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. You're not... You're they, not gonna find any jerseys here. I would literally say, I was like, I'm gonna drive to Utah right before Santi left. I'm like, I'm gonna get that number nine jersey with his name on it, like to Utah, which is a four hour drive from where I live. And yeah, and now I'm like, do I even want to get that jersey? I'm like, literally the same too. It's like, mm, not feeling it, dude. You never it's get probably. anything shipped or like, you, uh -huh. you never go online? Um, I don't like to do the online shopping. I like to have the thrill of like getting it in person, you know. It's what I did with Honestly, my other jerseys. Valid, valid. Honestly, mm -hmm. it, it's probably easier to get a Feyenoord Santi jersey shipped than it is to find a Crosu jersey here. Because uh, I've been looking up on, on Feyenoord's website. I think it's like 130 total for like his name and like badges and number and all that. So I'm leaning, if I buy a jersey this year, it's going to be Santi jersey for Feyenoord. I don't know if it's going to be that nice white and red or the uh, away one. What was it? I think it was black. It's black, black and pink, I believe, or no? But Wasn't it? Didn't they just release a, like, a green one or something? Yeah, like, there was like a new one. So all those, all those, you know, they have my name written all over them. I'll probably end up, you know, dropping the 100 for it. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like on the same page. I'm like, I want that Santi jersey right there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll probably end up doing that because this Kurosu doesn't deserve my money right now. I wanted the black one. I wanted the white jersey, but, you know, I can't even find the home jersey, so 
I'm going to throw in the towel. And if I see it somewhere, then maybe I'll buy it. But, you know, you have everything back ordered for like until October. So there's no point. Our sponsor is useless. Our team is useless. They don't want our money. So let's not give it to them. I'd rather at least give it to Faye in order to at least saw something in our in our boy Santi and are letting him live the dream with his uh, girl over in uh, over in Europe. So, you know, Santi was lucky to jump ship when he did because, oh man, I can't even imagine. But I don't know. He's, as long as he's happy, I'm happy. This team, the Kruasut currently, you know, they got a lot of work to do. But Santi, you know, I'm happy for him. So there's at least one positive out of this. Yeah, so I wanted uh, uh, to uh, bring in uh, Jaime. Welcome, Jaime. Thank you for coming on, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, good to be back. I feel like there's a lot to talk about, you know. Um, I just, I actually just um, got home from work. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you guys have discussed. I don't know if you mind catching me up. I don't know what you guys have talked about. Uh, so we brought in Amy. Um, Amy's the one that I, I think I showed you the tattoo of her Santi and Chaco. So yeah, Amy, this is Jaime. Jaime, this is Amy. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, Amy. I like your tattoo. Uh, thank you. It's like really, I, I love it too. It's like the only names of any people I will ever put up on my body because they're famous and they don't know me. I don't exist. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think that's super dope. Well, thank you. The only guy's name you get tattered on you, huh? Um, yes, because you know you should never. That's taboo if you ever do. But I'm like they don't know me, so it's fine. <laughs> I know before we won the title, the ninth, I was like, oh, if we win the Liga, then I'll get a tattoo. I never did, and you know I chickened out. I never got the tattoo, so. I like seeing other people's grass hoop tattoos because they, you know, they at least went through with it. And, you know, that stuff costs money and time. So I, I respect it. I really like it. Um, I remember when I first saw it, I sent it to Jess and we, you know, we had to have you on here. So thank you for even coming for uh, coming along. Uh, welcome, Jaime. It's been a while, huh? Yeah. You know, I feel like we've been very busy, especially to you, Eli. Uh, you've been booked every every weekend, but it's good to good to hear from you. Yeah, uh, do it because I'm booked all year until uh, like halfway through December. So yeah, at least you don't have to watch the games. You don't have to endure the torture of watching. Yeah, I mean, you should have seen my face on Saturday when I I was like, oh look, the game's over. Let me check the score, and then you know my heart just sank. Uh, so you know, I, I, I'm, there was a camera for sure on me, but yeah, <laughs> it's probably gonna show up on, on the Quinta video of Eli having a heart attack. Oh, yeah, just me looking at my phone and then just, like, hiding my uh, lanyard and then, you know, just crying in the corner. But, you know, it is what it is. We're not playing anything important anyways. So, you know, uh, get your uh, money up, not your funny up, right? That's right. That's right, man. No, but, so, yeah. Uh, so what so was your thoughts, Jaime? Like, let, let, let it all out. Let, let us know what... <laughs> what uh, <laughs> But your tweets have been saying so. I heard you got a twelve a twelve hour tweet Twitter brand. What was going on with that? Yeah, I got um I got suspended for twelve hours on Twitter because um apparently Twitter thought I was saying some harmful stuff. 
Um, you were, to be fair. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's private. It's it's you know these people aren't gonna even gonna see it. But you know what? Uh, it just kind of shows that frustration. And um, to be honest, I didn't watch the game. I knew full well that we had nothing going for us, and uh, you know I. I decided to go do some other stuff instead um, because, you know, I thought we really don't have a shot at winning this game. Not to be pessimistic, not to be that guy, but with the way that the team has been playing, it, it just didn't make sense. And the last thing I expected was a 7-0. I don't think anyone ever expected that, um, not even the America fans. And, you know, once it was like 3-0, I checked. I checked the score and, you know, I checked that it was 3-0. I was just like, oh, man, you know, they're probably going to just relax, maybe end 4-0. And, you know, that's still bad, but it's not the worst. Um, and they just kept scoring and scoring. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is they're going to score 10 on us. But, you know, from what I've seen, um, same frustrations, you know, with Baca, with Kata, with the level of play, um, Jurado. I've, I have to say it, man. I, I want Corona back. I want Corona back. I don't think that. It's just, it's tough, man. He's been, poor Jurado, he's been through like four different goleadas, like receiving like at least five or seven. That time he received nine. But, man, it's just, it's super. It's not even frustrating at this point. It's just super demeaning. Like, I really have zero faith left in this team. Um, especially with the way that it's being run, the players that they have. Um, I just don't see how they can turn this around, at least this season, maybe in another season. But as far as this season goes, I think it's pretty much over. I think it'll be a miracle if we make it to a repechaje. Um, but it is what it is. And, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm going to omit from my memory forever. I will never admit that this 7-0 happened. Um, it was a fluke. It never happened. And I'm going to choose to live that way. Yeah. To, yeah. Same here. I haven't, I'm not going to watch a single highlight. I'm not going to see anything. All I know is that Cabecita scored, Baca got sent off to the point where he actually posted uh, on his Twitter like himself and not like his uh me his uh community manager uh least i hope it was him that typed that out but probably not but no it wasn't him bro it wasn't him. it was just it's damage control from, from his people it's who it's his mom who runs his twitter who probably wrote it no respect oh, to his and, mom respect to his and mom. you know what you know what i i want to i want to take this time to personally call out that fool rafa Baca. i know he'll never listen to this podcast but you know what fool you need to retire. You need to get away from this club. You've done enough damage. And, you know, he himself said, you know, I'm pretty sure he said once in an interview that, you know, he, if he feels like he doesn't contribute to the team, he'll, you know, step up and, you know, remove himself from the team. And he's been hurting the team for the past couple of years and he still hasn't done it. So please be a man of your word, Rafa, and please get away from this team take kata with you um it, it's time to move on so he's been on this team for eight years by the way 
just want to add some quick uh some quick news he's suspended for two games oh shit. was it a direct red card yeah okay well you know it's not all bad it's right guys <laughs> we got something out of it now it's time to bring back marcone and then we're set no nah, marcone is ass right now bro and this is coming from like his biggest fanboy he is ass right now well i'd rather him eh, i don't know whatever anyways uh I'll take anyone but him. Bring up, uh, bring back uh, Torado at this point. Dude, bring back Romo, dude. I take Romo in a heartbeat. Nah, dude. That last season with us, he was so bad. Uh, Pinel. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, he's been scoring he's, goals over in Greece. He's scoring goal. He's scoring goals over there now. So I don't see him, you know, coming back over here. Maybe if he was still in Spain, but. I was playing football with Aristotle, bro. To be fair, the Greek league is worse than MLS. Well, but, but you know what? Scouts, with our with our uh, negotiating skills, he'd most likely go back, go to like America or Chivas before us. Yeah, dude. But um, I think you know it was just it's super like it's super frustrating to see how. To me, it personally doesn't seem like there's been much of a reaction from the club following this loss. Obviously, they fired Aguirre. Um, and, you know, there's been rumors circulating about Baca, Cata, and Jurado getting sent down to the, to the Sub-20. So, yeah, um, Amy, just she just got off. So, um, thank you, Amy, for coming on. Much love to you. Um, let me just shout out her at real quick. Uh, so, if you guys want to give her a follow. Uh, Jellybean0010. Uh, so, yeah, uh, give her a follow. Check out her tattoo. It's really clean, honestly. I'm yeah, jealous. Uh, very cool. I've been wanting to get one. I never have, but, you know, full respect to those that do. Um I believe I was cut off. Uh, as always. As always. Uh, what was I saying? Dang. Uh, We're talking about um, if you think there should have been more of a response. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If we, if there was a response, we'll see it on Saturday against Querétaro. We'll see you see in the lineup. Uh, we'll see. The, obviously, we'll see with what with what energy the team comes out with on the field, uh, how somber everything looks, how, you know, who's who's more experienced, who's got that, uh, who's more tough mentally, and who's just, you know, gonna, it's gonna go downhill from there. Uh, uh, I don't think it'll be the end of, end of, end of it after that. Uh, hopefully, if, if our president wants to be respected in some way whatsoever, he's gonna have to, Put his foot down and make some serious have show some have some serious repercussions with players on this team um, because he his what's his approval rating like zero right now uh, and it's been like that for a while so it's only gonna get worse unless he does something if anything at all but so far uh, not very much um, to win back the fans well, my bad to win back the fans money uh, like hey, as, as as Victor Velasquez like how how does how, how would he approach this? You know, like, how, how would he approach this, like, anti-Baca, anti-Gata movement? Now, after this, like, massacre of a result, you know? 
I, if if he wants to rekindle things with the fans, he has to, you know, get rid of what doesn't work, because we can see it. There's no way they don't see it. I know Mark Grossas wants to pretend he doesn't see it. Other people want to pretend they don't see it. I know El Azul Fiel pretends like he doesn't see it, but you know it happens. The results are there. The numbers are there. Our position in the timeline is right there. Uh, what doesn't work is gone, and we gotta try and switch things up with something new. Uh, yeah. I get it. The season's already halfway through. Um, there's only so much you can do, but getting rid of what doesn't work is a start. If the heads, but at the end of the day, if the heads messed up, then the rest of the body is too. Um, so unless our, he changes our president, then you know it's there's only so much that will happen in the end. But short term, like I said, uh, get rid of what doesn't work, Bakakata, as a start. You know, maybe bring in some new blood, some new Canterano players at the very least to fill up those gaps. Um, as for short term, anything else? If if our who who's gonna, what's his name? Uh, Potro. Um, yeah, Potro Gutierrez. Yeah. yeah, if it doesn't work out at the end of the season, if we don't even make Repechaje, if we don't qualify to playoffs, then he's gone. Um, if they want to settle and hope this works out. Uh, then it's going to be a lost cause next year too. Um, they settled with not getting any more strikers, any more players after losing Santi, after losing, you know, who else did we lose before that? Angulo. Um, then it's going to be a lost cause. If he thinks he's, well, if he thinks scraps will work out, then he's going to stay hungry. Uh, yeah. And, and you know what? Kind of just to go a little bit further than that. Um, you know, if if this team wants to settle, if they don't want to get rid of their mediocrity, which is what I think leading up to this game, that was the plan. Maybe the 7-0 is going to change some things. I don't know. But if they were willing to go with the mediocrity of a player like Baca who loses balls all the time, can't complete a pass, um, you know. He doesn't even make a, a tackle. He doesn't make a tackle. He's a yeah. defensive midfielder. Sequita, Sequita. But you know, like if he's willing to, if the team is willing to support mediocrity, I'd rather see it from a player coming from like the Subente, who, you know, maybe to start off his career, maybe he is mediocre, maybe he doesn't pan out, but I'd rather take a chance on someone who's young and has more potential than a 30 something year old fool like Baca or like Gata, you know, but. Like I said, I don't know if this result changes anything. I don't know if this is going to get the ball rolling. I don't expect much of a change. Um, lo que queda de temporada, I don't expect much for next season either. Um, I think it's clear that, you know, preparation, uh, you know, preparing the, the, the football team isn't the priority of La Cooperativa. Um, so I think this is, I hope I'm wrong, but I think this is just, just our new reality. Um, and it's just really heartbreaking to see, especially after, you know, 12 months ago, we were on cloud nine, no one could beat us. You know, we had won the league, we had won the campeon de campeones. Um, you know, we were on top of the world and, you know, short. 15 months later, um, we're back to square one. So, 
yeah it's super frustrating to see especially since you know things were looking really good for us we we're getting good players our um you know we're getting good one rendimiento from the players that we had um and then everyone you know jess and i talked about this they got complacent they got in their comfort zone after they won the ninth i'm pretty sure even santi said hey you know what after we won the ninth we kind of relaxed a little bit i think that's he said that in an interview once um and it's just like come on like you're talking about dominating the next decade you couldn't even dominate for six months after the championship you know what i'm saying so it's just really frustrating seeing how high this team can go to from winning the league winning the campeon de campeones to a year and a half later we're in a crisis we're in second to last place we would be last place if Querétaro didn't exist um and it's just it's really confused it's really mind-boggling how you can take a team from the top and you know break it down a year and a half later there's a lot of people to blame for that bro there's it starts off old dudes that have never touched the ball in their lives trying to manage the soccer team no but i mean like it starts like since december 2021 bro like they let go of who wolves summer 2021 they don't renew elias hernandez elias was already like at the bottom he wasn't that great so fuck it he left he left on the free then we got misael dominguez we wanted to keep nacho well, we had to give up Misael. So another player that we lost. So two players that we lost, right? Then in December 2021, well, what happened? We let go of Alvarado. We let go of Romo. We let go of uh, Cabecita. Who else did we let go of? Yotun, Montoya, Orbelin. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Brian Angulo, who ended up leaving a little bit later in the Ordiales era. But like what we let go of most of our midfield you know like we left most of our attack like we would be foolish to say that we didn't see this coming you know but just how everybody likes to blame ordiales like alvaro davila has fault in this too you know yes he brought us charlie he brought us antuna he brought us romero but that that wasn't enough like before like we had a backup you know like we had like if Romo se lesionaba, we had Yotun. If Paul se lesionaba, estaba whoever, you know? So now it's like, we we, we just threw everything away. And it, it's, it, it's, it's understandable that the players wanted a new challenge, but why can't that challenge be with us? You know, like, why can't you guys be like, why, why don't you guys stay and write more history with the club? You know, like, this is why, like, I I praise Cabecita. I think that he's a great player. He did what he had to do for our club. But we, we still can't deny that his last six months were absolute shit, you know? And then for, for him to ask for a pay raise after, like, after, like, um, to come back, after a year of only scoring three goals was like mind-boggling. Like, why why would you ask for that? Like, your your main focus should be try to come back and help us out, you know? Like, help the team grow. Yeah, I think, you know, 
we're going back to the same thing. They they got in their comfort zone. They think they thought, you know what? We finally finally like accomplished Mission Impossible. I'm just gonna focus on other things now. And we saw that from basically all the players. Um but you know, it's just it was very concerning the way that from one day to the next, like, well, one season to the next, all the players just kind of fell off. You know, Romo fell off bad. Like, that fool, like, I wouldn't even play him, like, not even the last 10 minutes of a game, you know? Like, he's straight up garbage. Um, You know, Cabecita, obviously, he didn't do well at all over in Saudi Arabia. That's That wasn't a challenge. And she just wanted more money. Um, I still th- think that um, they called this bluff with Cabecita. I think he just wanted to, you know, leverage that offer so that Pusasul could offer him more money. And at the end, they're like, you know what, you can go if you want to. And we saw he, only, he didn't even last six months there. He had to come back. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I was telling Jess, I think I'm pretty sure this club is cursed somehow because there's no way that all this stuff keeps happening to us. Like you see other teams like, I mean, it's hard to compare the situation with Atlas because they actually kept most of their players. Well, you know what? So did we after after we won the championship, we kept most of our players. Um. They just didn't do shit. Yeah, because they but, got complacent. They you know, they weren't hungry. Exactly. They were all expecting their uh, championship bonus. Reynoso got a huge ego. Supposedly, he got fights with in fights with players. Um, after the campeón de campeones, everything was so badly maintained and run. Uh, I'm I'm sure egos got in the way. Uh, money got in the way. Um, everyone just you know relaxed. Uh. They're like, no, like we've done the hard part. We can show whatever, but at this team, you, you know, there's no days off. Once the league starts, uh, you're either in it or you're out. Uh, we crashed out of, you know, Congacaf, of Repechaje, out of Campeones Cup, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, that was only gonna last for so long, uh, until heads started rolling. But, you know, look at us now. Uh, some people will say Reynoso should not have left, blah, blah, blah. I disagree, but, you know, look at where we are now. It's just uh, it's just hindsight. I think that Reynoso's team, towards the end, it was unwatchable too. You know, they just didn't score seven goals on us, but, you know, it was, it was unwatchable too. Like, we were losing 1-0. We were losing close games. We'd concede late. You know, it was just unbearable to watch. No, it's because we weren't offensive. We 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 just like goals. If we had goals, I think things would have been a lot better with Reynoso. But yeah. at the same time, like, what's your opinion on uh, Diego Aguirre? You know, like our our Brazilian friend um, Gabriel's like he told us from the get go. You know, like he was a fraud. Yeah, he he did mention shout out shout out to him. Um, you know it. He said. I don't remember exactly what he said. He basically said he was mid. 
like expect a lot of like boring football and that's pretty much what we saw we no los vendieron como si fuera un like a super offensive coach like he was gonna play spectacularly and everything and it kind of seemed that way at first when we beat Tigres 3-2 to two. I completely forgot we beat Tigres in the stadium bro it's crazy if you really think about it if we hadn't beaten Tigres we'd only have one win this season it was all Romero and Santi yeah yeah, it was. It was. But you know, it, it's. He seems like he had an idea of what he wanted to do. There was just no means for him to execute it. Um, I'm not excusing him. I'm not saying he was the right coach for us. But you know, it's another process cut short because of something extraordinary. Um, I, I wasn't gonna really give him the benefit of the doubt based on what I've seen but I know that if he had more resources maybe things would have worked out differently but like I said um, it, we'll never know what could have been if he had Reynoso's, if he had Reynoso's 2021 squad he probably would have you know been stomping on everyone but we'll never know uh, and vice exactly God. no I don't think so bro but I think that uh, apart from Mendez, Bruno Mendez, the guy, the defender that he wanted, he didn't. He got everything he he asked for though. Did he not ask for Carneiro? Did he not ask for Rotondi? Did he not ask for um for what he asked for those? Cause he asked for Suarez first, bro. Nah, but Suarez is a fucking like another deal, bro. I wasn't gonna get Suarez in the from what I from 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 what I've read, there was like zero planning, or he never knew what he wanted, you know how he wanted to play. Uh, at least from some like tweets that I read from reporters. Uh, yeah, no, they had a quick meeting and they just decided to let him go. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I never see. It's crazy because I never bashed on Aguirre. At any point, I always thought in my head, like, oh, it's it's higher than that. We didn't get the players that we needed. But if if, if these are the players that Giri wanted, then, you know, off with his head, uh, it's on him. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I never, I don't think I bashed on him or any of the new players like Rotondi, Carnero. Um, because I do understand that, of course, you know, First season, you're not going to get immediate results, even though that's what we want. That's not what we're always going to get. Um, so I always kind of gave him that benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, you know, we're in an unknown. Like, we don't really know what way our future was going. So I was like, okay, I'll give him a little bit of, like, leeway. I'll be a little flexible with him. But like I said, something extraordinary. I don't, I'm pretty sure if they played... 10 times back-to-back -back, we would not get another 7-0. It's just something that stars lined up. It happened. But I don't think it would happen again. I, I don't know. It just kind of seems like a freak accident, you know? If but, uh, maybe things would have been different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you know. Fuck Baca. I really don't want to get suspended on Twitter again, but I'll just leave it out. Fuck Baca. 
and Fakata. I agree. Jaime, so Saturday we played Querétaro, who is at the very bottom of the table. They beat us, and, you know, we're, you know, we're rock bottom. But I what, fully, do think, what, do you, what do you think is going to happen? I fully expect a loss. Um, again, not to be that guy, but first of all, those bottom of the table teams are always super complicated for Cusasuro for whatever reason. I think they just play down to their level. But I think morale is so low right now that I just don't see this team pulling. Like, I, I don't see them winning a game like seven days after that happened. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being too negative, but I don't really have any positive expectations of this team until the end of this season, going into next season. So I'm going to go on a limb and say loss or tie. With this team before this happened was already known for uh, uh, bringing teams back from the dead. You know what? Viviendo Muertos. Um, Querétaro knows we're mentally we're rock bottom despite them being rock bottom on the table that's when you know they know where we're at they're gonna, all they gotta do is you know take charge take the initiative like America did and we won't know what to do um, our defense is gonna be wide open if we have to draw back then we're just gonna be defending the whole time and if we wanna but, attack, realis- but realistically who does Querétaro have that could like do that they have nobody, bro. Who did uh, Nikaxa have? Or who? Oh, my bad. I'm trying to remember my games here. Uh, but you're talking about last season, though. Like, last season the- when Nikaxa beat us, they beat us with a goal from Diego. Uh, no, not Diego, my bad. From Rodrigo Aguirre. Like, who did, who did Tijuana have? Tijuana? Who did freaking... I'm seeing my games here. Hold on. <laughs> nah, but uh, real quick, I I just noticed it. It's been ten weeks and no coach has been sacked this year. No, well, until yesterday or Saturday. Yeah, after yesterday. But before that, no, we're the first team to sack our coach. What do you, What do you guys think about that? Like, it's been norm. It's it's funny because normally we would be the team to wait until after the season ended. Nah, it's but cool. uh, but yesterday. <laughs> I don't think there's a single coach who would have a job after losing. Well, I don't think there's a coach from a big team that could concede seven goals against their biggest rival and still have a job. Tomas Boy, after he blew a 3-0 lead, fucking got to coach um, Chivas. So, I mean, who knows? We might see Diego Aguirre and Chivas in a couple years. Ochoa can receive seven goals multiple times and still play World Cup. That's those that's in Televisa agenda, bro. That's for another that's yeah. for another episode. That's gonna Twitter. throw us into another Twitter fight. No, but not even a fight, just a, a race. Little here. conversation, yeah. Real quick, um if you guys had us do your your um like transfer list, uh I'm just you guys just tell me um stay or go. And we'll go from there. If so, all right. Corona, all right, Corona, stay, stay. All right, so Corona, stay. Gudinho, uh, stay. stay, stay. Awesome. Uh, jurado, <laughs> go. 
Go. Nah, yeah. that was a fraud. All right, for sure. Uh, Mayorga, do we buy him or do we let him go? Let him go. Let him go. Yeah, Mayorga, really? All right. Actually, also, you know what? No, we're too limited. No, we can keep him on the bench. <laughs> nah, the, something that I liked about Mayorga today is that he he's team Chewy, low-key, so... He kind of outed uh, Baca too. Like, like when the fans approached him, they they were like confronting him and they were asking him like, "Oh, like, like Gata." And then he was he he didn't need the other guy to say Baca. Like, he knew who to say, you know. So, well, well it was like, uh, you need to tell Gata this, and uh -huh. then Yorga was like, "And Baca." Uh huh. Exactly. You know, adding, they're adding him to it because he knows, you know. So. Yeah. You know what? I'll keep. I'll keep him. Yeah, I like Mayorga to be honest. I think he's a little like, he's a little sloppy when it comes to defending, because he's he's a bit torpe. But when he when he does project to the offense, I like what he does. So I would. Um... Defensively, I don't know. I don't know if you guys would agree. Defensively, he kind of reminds me of Nestor Araujo. Yeah, when he started out with us. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Okay, next. Like, yeah, yeah. What's next? Hybrid. Andre? <laughs> <laughs> nah, keep that fool in the sub, sub 20. I was 30 and I was still playing U20, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, but he's in girls' DMs, right? <laughs> so he's winning at the end. He's living our dream, dude. We can yeah, count on him. He had front row seats to every title we won recently. <laughs> he got to hold the trophy too. Dude, he got a medal, bro. I had to pay for my medal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Uh, Gata. Gone. Yeah, Send gone. that food to Alcatraz, dude. <laughs> uh, Luis Abraham, do we buy Luis Abraham? Playing as a center back? If he plays yes. as a center back, yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we kind of added him, um, playing him as a as a left back. I think today when when they were calling him out, telling him to go back to his country, I think that was kind of out of line because like, that was. I think he, that was. He he's fairly like like regular. He's not. That was barely like, what his tenth game, right? No, I mean he he's played a whole season, but and plus, you know, you know what? A lot of center backs have looked bad with Kata next to him. Exactly. Uh, so, stay. Right. I, I would let him stay. Yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> Gone. Gone, I'm bro. Sorry. I'm sorry. I like, I like, he's so, he's, how do I say it? You know, he's a he's fan. He's a clubhouse guy. guy. He's, he's, he's like a nice guy and everything, but. Uh, <laughs> he he, knows. Seems, he, he seems like the one to keep the harmony in the, in the locker room, but that's he's about it. All right. So, like, what do you do? Chow Chaco, like, it took your your son to like screw you. En un en un año tu hijo debutó y te cogió or something like that. <laughs> you know uh, what? Huh? Spirit, stay. Stay. <laughs> All right, for sure. Because <laughs> he went he went in like the last five minutes of the novena final. Screw it. Stay. Whatever. I don't care. All right. Ball in the sub. <laughs> All if, right. If, if if we're playing like Real Madrid and we're up one zero in like the ninety fifth minute and we're parking every player under the net and yeah throw throw them in there you know. 
Oh man, who's next? All right, Escobar. No, nah, that was my captain. He's an unofficial captain. Him, yeah, him, and Rivero, him and Rivero are my captains. Keep. He's he he was the first one to get out of the training facilities today, and um, you hear the fans, you know, like we we want we want players like like him. We don't want like these petardos, you know. Yeah, I think he's one of the few players that the fans, even casual fans, appreciate. You know. Definitely. Um, all right. The next one is uh, Funes Mori. What do you guys think? Stay. Or- stay. I mean, <laughs> there's no point in bringing him in if you're going to get rid of him like less than six months later. I think, you know, I'd rather give him a shot than have Kata be our starting center back for another game. Yeah. I mean, he, he did like kind of um, mess up in the second goal for, for America. But I mean, he was covering a zone that he he's not used to covering. You know, like he he's a a left a left back, well a left center back. But anyways, fuck it. Um, Eric Lira, what do you guys think? Keep, keep. All right. Uh, Angel Romero, stay. Okay. You know what? Assum- assuming Boca doesn't you know dip their hands, stay. You know what? He can go to Boca, dude. I really, I really have not seen anything from him that is super extraordinary, other than like a few good through passes. But I really don't care if he leaves. That's where I'm at. It's not like I actively want him to leave, but if he does, I wouldn't care. I'd keep him just because, with a different uh, mentality overall on the team and with the different captain and with faster and you know better strikers then yeah i'd 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 i'd, I'd keep him all right uh nacho ribeiro what do you guys think about nacho ribeiro stay lifetime contract put his name on give, the give him give him the backup contract yeah <laughs> no it's it's shameful that he's getting paid less than um uh, than baka but um, Escobosa, honestly, from my opinion, I feel like has nothing to do with this. I, Leave, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. He's just one of those random ass signings that, like, five years from now, you're going to be like, what the fuck? He played for us. But it's not his fault, though. Like, I, I, I think that he's the least to blame, you know? It's, uh, it's no, like, absolutely. He, he hasn't been a part of the team. So I, I don't blame him, but I don't want him permanently on the team, you know? Exactly, exactly. At that point, I'd, he's just a younger Shaggy. Yeah, but honestly, like, he, he could help out, but I, I just don't, I, I just don't think he's, he's one for us. But um, next yeah. one is uh, Charlie. Charlie, what do you guys think? I mean, if, if, if he's going to be here mentally, then he has to stay. Yeah, I think if he's able to really concentrate and, you know, get back to the way he was before the injury which should have never happened by the way thanks right now so for that um but i would keep him yeah but i'm pretty sure he'll get an offer i'm pretty sure he'll get an offer soon i don't expect him to stay after the world cup 
you if know. He, if he wears anything other than Panda Dunks, then yeah, he can stay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Jess? Uh, this is going to be your favorite, bro. The pride, of, the pride and joy of uh, the city of Los Angeles, bro. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Nah, dude. Send Baka to Guantanamo Bay for his crimes against humanity, bro. Send him back to San Jose. That, that, yeah, you know what? He'd probably, dude, if he were to go back to San Jose, like, they would receive him as a hero. They'd be like, oh, multi-champion with Cruz Azul. Uh, prodigy, you know, prodigy. He's a prodigy son. He played over, what, 200 games for them. Like, he was at one point the captain in a couple games. Like, they would, like, name this, name the stadium after him. Ex-Cruz Azul captain, ex-Liga MX champion, champion. campeón de campeones, Supercopa, Liga MX Super Copa MX, Copa MX, Leagues Cup, back to back, Copa MX, no, not back to back. Copa MX Seguros. You're selling him, and then it feels like a scout's going to be listening, and they might just offer, bro. Keep keep, keep adding his whole uh, accomplishment. His whole resume. <laughs> we got we to tell his uh, story on how he even got to freaking the US. He is. We got to go for the sob story. He is the greatest. Mexican-American player to ever play for Cruz Azul. The best Mexican that never played on the national team. Yeah, I'm just calling him American just because he spent so many years here. Um, Dude, he, he still tweets in English, but he won't respond to us, bro. What's that? What's that about? He knows, bro. Baca, you know what? If you're listening to this, bro, just come on the podcast. Because he we'll is, have bro. a good time. He's listening to us. He, he always listens to us. I'm sure, dude. Yeah, listen to us in bed before the game when he's bunking up with another player. <laughs> when he's with, he's cuddling with Kata. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Antuna, what do you guys think about Antuna? Gone. Gone? Really? Yeah. I want him. You know what? Uh, I never liked the signing. I personally think that he is a very limited player technically speaking i think he's very limited we see him do the same play every time he has the ball in a little bit of open space he gets as far as he can half the time the defender doesn't buy it so he does another recorte and then he either passes back or he sends a really bad cross finishing he's terrible he He's not a good finisher at all. I think he is a merchant um, playing bad teams like Cuba um, or other Caribbean countries in the Gold Cup. He played really well. I thought he was going to shut me up. I thought that a new environment away from Chivas was going to revive his career. But he's clearly just back to the same level that he was with Chivas. And I just don't think that he can offer anymore. Nah, but I think he, I think the only, like, ever since the game versus Santos, that's where he went down. But before that, he was our best player, bro. I think that. I think that just speaks volumes. That just speaks volumes of how bad this team is. No, yeah. Antuna's our best player. If Antuna isn't there, then no one else is. I don't think he is a player for Cruz Azul. 
I think he's very limited. So I wouldn't mind if he left. I'd say he's gone because. What, what did so, someone said last last game uh, when he lost? He was thinking game. about Europe. So yeah, see, he's already supposedly, yeah, he's open to going to Europe, or he wants to go to Europe, and then who did we play against America? Was it uh, Trollos? Uh huh. So that was a terrible game from him, but he is he's mentally he's in Europe, mentally he's somewhere else. Um, nah, but but they asked him the question. I mean, like, what player doesn't want to go? They asked Santi that like a bunch of times. Fair enough. I think we're just. I think we're just seeing another Romo situation. Yeah, where it could be. He's just mentally checked out. The talent's there, but he's just mentally checked out. Um So you know what? I really don't I really don't care if he sure he provokes a couple fouls here and there that sometimes ending goals. I know Ivan likes to rant about how good he is and how how many fouls that leads to goals he provokes but in reality it's not that much yeah i'm, I'm sorry ivan but the percentage just isn't there um so, so real quick want, so so yeah, real yeah. quick so real quick before um we get cut off so um estrada stay or go gone gone yeah I, gone estrada is a fraud bro like what what did we bring um, we brought uh, an mls reject Carnero. Carnero has to go, bro. Stay. Yeah, you would give him a chance. He's yeah. promising. I think he showed good stuff his first game, and then after that, he didn't show it again. No, yeah. But I, I wouldn't give him a chance. I think he he, he has to go. I need, uh, we need someone with height and some... He's not that slow, considering his height. Yeah. Um, Tabo. I, I would say stay for Tabo. Stay. Tabo should be starting over Antuna. Okay. That's yeah. I, I I agree. I think he would be a, a good starter. Sometimes I think that not as a striker. I think yeah. I think as a his injuries are what are what um worry me. But Rotondi, what do you guys think? Stay or go? Stay. He's getting better. I would I I would say stay. I think he's getting better. I know yeah. Ivan likes to hate on him. It's funny that who Ivan will. He'll praise Antuna week in, week out, and then he'll shit on Rotondi. Because remember, he's getting old. Once he has his mindset on something, it's impossible. <laughs> he's got that boomer mentality. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, Ivan Morales, what do you guys think? Go. No, I don't know. I, I, I like that today in the interview. Like, he, he knows where he's at. He knows where he stands. He knows in the situation that we're in. He knows that. Right now, the best we could do is the repechaje, you know, and the first step there is that repechaje. He should have he should have left after that miss against Blumas. Nah, but I mean, he he failed versus Tigres too, and what what else happened? If he did his job, we probably would be in a better situation. If the goals, then maybe, but no, he doesn't. Yeah, if he does his job, which is to score goals, we'd probably be better off. Next. No, that was it. So, um, yeah. Whiskas stay. Oh no, Whiskas. Whiskas has to stay. That full. That full can go. Whiskas uh, is our next. Uh, um, our next exploit. Our next. Uh, our next America player. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, appreciate you, Eli. Appreciate Ivan. Appreciate Jaime. 
appreciate Amy for coming on. Thank you guys. Never yeah, sure. It's good to be here. Good to talk shit. <laughs> All right, have a good night, you guys. You too. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>